Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues from dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out. Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. morning, Scott and Tammy. Good morning, Carmen. Good morning, Carmen. Welcome to Become More Studios. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about indecision, how to help leaders, people who just kind of spiral on moving forward. But sometimes the opposite happens and people just want to do something. They want to do something. They want to do it fast. They want to move forward. Chop, chop, chop. I do not (laughs) want to be one of those leaders who sits on their hands while, you know, Rome is burning. I want to be the leader who did something. Do they call this action bias? Is that the technical term? When do you see that happening? And what do you, how do you coach people that, that might be doing that? I think it's important that we have to first first off set aside scenarios where action is needed. Hey, the house is on fire. Hey, the you know, the customer called and and the the shipment you sent has all the wrong stuff on it. You think about those oops a doodle moments that happen to all of us. Yeah, then action needs to be taken to to clean it up and fix it. Great. Set those aside. I think to me it the coaching aspect is what's the outcome you are working to achieve and if you are not thinking about the outcome and when 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 we talk outcome it's what do you want different on the other side so you're going to take this action you're going to have this conversation what's going to be different on the other side of that so this culture that carmen is talking about it's this culture of busyness right it's this culture that says i'm working hard and for whatever reason we're in a spot when people are saying when we say things like how are you and they'll say busy and in that spot right it's i'm busy i have lots of things going on we are we are communicating that i don't have enough time right and yet cuz i am so important cuz I, I have got a lot to do And by the way, we promote people because they're so busy, because they're, quote unquote, getting a lot of stuff done. The question is, that's effort justification. I'm justifying, you know, the fact that I'm busy in that spot. The question in that spot is, are we justifying meaningless tasks versus outcomes? Right. So what Scott is talking about is, are we doing something that adds value or or are we simply busy? And I do think that that piece is we are so, quote unquote, busy. We're running around doing stuff and we haven't spent one moment thinking, is this the right stuff? And is this the best way to get that stuff done? So we reward busyness instead of rewarding outcomes, things that add value to the organization. 
And this whole concept of busy, which I'm sure many of you know is like a pet peeve of mine. When uh-huh. someone says, oh, you're so busy. And, and my response is, no, I'm actually not busy. I'm purposeful. Well, but you haven't returned my phone call. Yeah, that might be a hint. <laughs> <laughs> which people don't like. I actually had this conversation last week. And I, you know, I was confessing. Yeah, some people would come and say to me, Tammy, you know, you're not getting stuff done. And the answer is, that might be true. I am actually choosing which stuff to get done. And the things that have the most value, the things that are most important, that stuff does get done. And some of these other things that other people would like to say are the most important, but I am the queen of my world and my time, I get to decide. And sometimes it does mean that something that someone else says is really important. I'm going to tell you it's not as important as the 14 things I did decide to do. I'm purposeful about how I spend my time. And so therefore it's not busy. It's getting the right things done, right? It is doing high value work instead of doing low value work. It's then coming back to, there's a reality here. That is, there is never enough time. We all have more, more work and more responsibility than a time allows. And so you're, you are always going to pick what things you are, aren't going to do. And that, I think that's true, whether that's home or work, right? I am pretty positive. There is a load of laundry over in the laundry room that is not getting washed right now. I <laughs> chose to not, right? I mean, all, you start to think about all of those things that you're going to say, oh, I'm going to push that to later because that's not as important or it's not as crucial right now. And you're choosing then what to do or what not to do. And I think there's this element of, you know, when you say yes, what are you saying no to? Yeah. Ruthless discernment. And really being thoughtful about, okay, I'm going to do that because that is high value or it's more important than this or to those things. The other element that that I find is people are talking about this, well, I'm busy or I don't have capacity. And my favorite question is, what do you have on your plate right now? Well, I'm really busy. No, 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 no list it, show me the list. And if they can't show the list, then in my eyes, they have forfeited the right to select what they work on. Well, I love actually, Scott, when you'll ask people, okay, so you're busy, right? You don't have enough capacity. I just want you to go back to your calendar (laughs) and go back two weeks. It's my favorite game. (laughs) I want you to look at two weeks and tell me what did you accomplish two weeks ago? That Monday through Friday time frame. So let's do this. Everyone listening to this podcast, go to your calendar two or three weeks ago, okay? And pick a week. Now, please make sure that it is a normal week, not, a, oh, I was on vacation that week or there's a holiday in it, okay? And what I want you to do in your normal working hours, how many hours did you have available unscheduled that week? I have mine. Yep. So I had five in the week I happened to pick. I have seven and a half. 
Okay. And then the question for that, for whatever you don't have scheduled, what did you accomplish in that seven and a half? And if you say, gosh, I don't know, then you have capacity. You filled up time doing stuff. Now, I'm not even talking about all the time that you actually have scheduled. Was that worthwhile to do those things? Should you have been in those meetings? We're not even talking about that at this point. Okay. And so this element of, you know, and I know there's there's the argument of, well, yeah, but I, I need to have buffers of time and I need to be able to go to the bathroom. And I, yes, I understand. If you spent five hours in the bathroom, you probably should see a doctor. And again, it's, it is partly tongue in cheek. It is also partly saying, how are you managing your time? Because you can't manage time. What you can do is manage what you're doing with that time. And I think, Scott, one of the the things that I learned years and years ago. So my mom and dad were school teachers. And, you know, just like most jobs, right? Your school day starts here and it ends here, those types of things. But my dad did some side work. And the side work that he did was he oftentimes would paint houses or put on roofs, those types of things, especially in the summer and over on weekends. And my dad, years and years and years and years ago, would bid those projects on a project basis, not on a time and material basis. And I would ask my dad, I'd be like, why would you build, you know, bid that on a project basis versus on time and materials? And he said, because I'm fast. And one of the things that I think oftentimes is we have been so focused on the clock, the old eight to five. And we had to, for many years, we had to look busy in that eight to five. And that's how we were managed. If someone looks busy, right, then you're filling your time and you're adding value. Instead of, hey, how quickly can I get that done with high quality? Okay. It's not just getting it done. It has to be quality and speed. How quickly? And then as a leader, not worrying about that means that this person actually doesn't have to work a 40-hour work week. And in that space, right, give them great projects, let them do those projects. And as long as they deliver them on time with high quality, if they leave at three o'clock or they're not on their Zoom calls because they're out taking their picking their kids up from school, fantastic. So from my standpoint, it's that spot that says, guys, let's not worry about how long it takes. Let's work about the quality that's outcome based and quit worrying about you have to be here so many hours. You have to put in this many hours of work. I know that's the way our hourly workers work. Okay. But if you are not, if you get paid a salary, let's look at this very differently. Actually, all the FSLA guidelines say is you have to pay them for the hours worked. Nothing says you can't pay them for more than the hours worked. <laughs> are you sure, Scott? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that if they work, I'm pretty sure there's lots of hourly organizations that they work 35 and they get paid for 40. Wouldn't that be wonderful? And wouldn't it be cool to like do we care? Have, Truly, yeah. do we care as an organization? Do we care? And in the end, if I am getting value as an organization and you are getting more time back, doesn't that sound like a win-win? Well, the other thing I really like about that exercise, this calendar. <laughs> 
exercise is if somebody can point to what they accomplished over that, you know, free, what, however many hours, then that's also the great entry point for the conversation of, are you doing the right things? Mm -hmm. Are you spending your time on the things that are meaningful to the organization that move the needle? I mean, we have several clients and my coaching to them has been right now, I think what you have to do is what's the work. And now once people say here, here's what I'm working on and I can see it and I can touch it and you can look at it. Now we can have the conversation. Is that the right work? Until you can say, here's the work, you know, people are filling their time with either their preferred work or busyness. And we all get sucked in. I mean, we all do. Even the most purposeful of people get sucked in. And I actually think one of those spaces that if we have that conversation, when we look at how you're spending at that time, it's in non-value add or shallow work. Wouldn't it be cool if we could tap into the best of you and have you do deep thinking, deeply contributing work? Because that's the best of you. And if we actually are going and helping people tap into the best of themselves. Think about what that means for engagement. Think about what that means for self-confidence. Doing work that is non-value adding does not feed your soul. Doing deep, important, meaningful work does. So yeah, we can be busy. We can run around with like a chicken with our head cut off and just constantly just be chasing, chasing, chasing. Or we could stop rewarding this busyness culture, stop being that busyness person, and move to a place where we're doing meaningful work that moves the needle. And that's a win-win, both staff and the organization itself. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box, and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.